When it comes to the top questions that I get asked in person, emailed, or even sent as DMs, I'd put in the top 10 the question of, how do I get my partner to come up to the net? Now, there are a few different reasons that a person might hang back away from the non-volley line, and we'll discuss all of those in another episode. But for today, I want to talk about one of the motivations that someone might stay back, and that is the fear of the lob. People are worried that if they get close to the net, if they get up to the kitchen, that they're going to be susceptible to that ball being hit high over their head. But in today's episode, we'll talk about why you shouldn't fear the lob. Hi there, and welcome to Pickleball Problems. I'm your host, Mark Renison. Today, we'll be facing head-on the fear of getting beat by those lobbers. We'll talk about why it might not be as scary as you think. Back in a minute. Hey there, it's Mark. I want to give a special shout-out to our friends at Selkirk Sport. Selkirk makes Pickleball's best paddles, and their customer service is awesome. Personally, I'm fond of the Invicta paddle, because I love the extra reach it gives me without compromising forgivability. But whether you go with the Invicta or prefer one of their other models like the S2, the Epic, or the Omni, Selkirk definitely makes a paddle that's right for you. You can find them at thirdshotsports.com paddles or at selkirk.com. Selkirk Sport. We are Pickleball. All right, welcome back. Today we are talking about the fear of the lob. And like most fears, it can be really helpful to shine some light on it. Sunlight, as they say, is a real disinfectant. So let's figure out what's real and what's not. One of the ways that I like to get a better grip on what's really going on is to get some stats, to collect some data. So here's what I suggest. If you're one of those people who says, oh man, lobbing, we always get beat by the lob, I play against these great lobbers, we shouldn't come to the net, we should hang back a bit, here's what I'd like you to do. The next time you're out playing pickleball, or even just watching pickleball, played by people at your level, I'd like you to go out and to take some stats, to take some notes. And here's what you do. You make a chart, a T-chart, we call it, but essentially two columns. And in one of the columns, you have a section for winning lobs. And in the other column, you have a section for highball opportunities. And what you'll do is you'll watch. You'll watch people play. And it's great if you can, the bigger the sample size, the more accurate the data, right? So watch a bunch of points. 50 points would be great. 100 points would be really great. And what I'd like you to do is to, every time that you see a lob that has hit so well that the team receiving the lob can't even get to it before the ball gets over their head and then bounces twice, then you put a little tick mark, a little tally mark in that column for beat by the lob. And what I'm not talking about is, let's say they, the lob gets hit and someone tries to hit an overhead smash and the smash goes out. No, no, no. I'm talking about when you get beat by the lob. The lob is so good, it gets over the player's head, bounces twice, can't even get the ball back in the court. That counts as beat by a lob. Now on the other column, high ball opportunities, I think we called it. What I'd like you to do is every time a player is at the net, that they get a ball on their paddle that is above net height, that they can hit down on. And again, it doesn't mean whether they win the point or lose the point. It's just, did they have that opportunity to hit down on the ball? And they get a tick mark there. And what I'm almost positive you will find is that the column for beat by the lob has far, far fewer ticks in it than the column of high ball opportunities. Remember, the whole point of coming to the net is to get that ball when it's high. 
If you get a ball that's high, you can hit down on it. If you can hit down, you can hit hard. You can take away your opponent's time. It's a real advantage to getting those high balls. And the closer to the net you are, the more likely you're to get that ball when it's up high. Now, what you may see is in that in the stats that you're taking is there may be some ticks in the beat by the lob column. And that's okay. That's okay, especially if in the other column, you have way more ticks of getting those opportunities for high balls. That's what you want. And so if I lose, I don't know, let's say I lose four points because they hit such great lobs that I can't even get them back in the court. But I have eight opportunities where because I'm up near the net, I get a high ball, a chance to win. Well, eight to four, that's a pretty good ratio. I would take that. And so what you'll find if you start to keep the stats instead of going on your gut feeling, what you'll find is that the benefits of coming up near the line to get those high balls, to get those opportunities far outweigh in almost every case I've ever seen the downside, which is getting beat by those lobs. Now, you might be at this point saying, oh, well, Mark, you don't know the people that we're playing. We play against these great lobbers. But here's the thing. If you're giving them, very often these people are great lobbers, not because they're great lobbers, but because the kinds of balls we give them are so easy. The return of serve is slow and high and right to their forehand. We don't push them around. We don't make them move. And yes, most people are better lobbers when they receive those easy balls. So there's things you can do to mitigate it, to make it tougher. You can't stop them from lobbing but you can make it tougher for them to hit a good lob. Now, let's say that you do get lobbed and you have trouble putting away those lobs. Well, that is what we're going to talk about in just a moment. I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Jigsaw Health. Jigsaw Health is the official hydration and recovery partner of Third Shot Sports. We've got lots of great products, but one of my favorites is the Electrolyte Supreme. I mix it with water when I'm on the court coaching and playing. And I find it both gives me that extra boost I need and helps to prevent cramping. My personal favorite flavor is Berrylicious. But if you're a lemon-lime person, that's okay too. You can learn more at JigsawHealth.com. And if you do make a purchase, be sure to use my promo code, PB3SS10. That's PB3SS10. It'll save you $10 off your order and show some love to our show. Jigsaw Health. It's fun to feel good. Okay, welcome back to the show. Today we're talking about lobbing and why you should not fear the lob. And what we talked about a minute ago was that if you actually keep the stats, if you actually keep a record of what's going on, you will find that the number of times that players get beat by a lob because it's so good they can't even get to the ball before it bounces twice, that is a fraction of the number of times compared to what happens when you come up to the net and you get those high ball opportunities. Now, you may be saying to me, well, Mark, okay, that's great. I get those high ball opportunities, sometimes even lobs. I can get to them, but my overhead smash is not very good. Well, in that case, the problem isn't so much that you're getting beat by the lob. The problem is that your overhead smash isn't that good. And the good news is there's things you can do to work on this. An overhead smash, a good overhead smash is really just like a good throwing action. So you could go out and you could find a wall and you could just practice throwing a ball against that wall. And one of the things you'll find with good throws is good throws uh, have rotation of the body, so it's not just the arm hitting it. So being in a sideways setup position will help. Good throws have a full extension of the arm above their head, so it acts kind of like a whip. 
And good overhead smash is they have an impact point that's slightly out front between the player's body and the net. And we have a whole bunch of videos, I'll link to them in the show notes that you can look at to see how to make that overhead smash better. But my main point of today's show is that we don't need to fear the law. What we need to do is figure out whether it's actually as much of a problem as we think. Usually it's not. To mitigate that problem by hitting a slightly better shot prior to the lob. And that when you do get lobbed, to be able to do something with it, to have a confident and competent overhead smash that you can, if not put the ball away, at least cause trouble for your opponents. And you'll find if you can do these three things uh, well, you'll find that lobs are not quite so scary. And we'll leave it there. Thanks so much for joining me today on Pickleball Problems. If you have a pickleball problem you'd like me to address, feel free to send me a note. Mark at thirdshotsports.com is the way you can reach us. Be happy to talk about it. Until next time, thanks for listening.